As Megan mentioned, this is the first time a pope resigns in almost 600 years. We asked James Bretsky to help us put today's news in a historical context. Father Bretsky is a professor of moral theology at Boston College. He says he wasn't shocked by Pope Benedict's announcement. It struck me as surprising but not shocking, and surprising because Pope Benedict is very careful. I think this is his last act to make a change, which he believes should happen for the church, which is to keep a vibrant pope in office. So the fact that he could do this, his predecessor never would have done it, I think is his last official important contribution. Did the unprecedented nature of a pope stepping down before death automatically lead you to some sort of speculation? Well, it leads me to this personally, the speculation, which we will see. I think he must be very seriously ill, and this would be borne out shortly if he is, in fact, terminally ill. Why does a pope typically serve till their death? Because he's considered to be the leader of the whole church, and he should not be susceptible to external forces. And he has to live with his mistakes, He has to live with his successes, but he also has to live with his mistakes. Our superior general in the Jesuits is also elected uh, for life, and he also can resign. So tell us uh, about the last pope to quit. Um, That would be Gregory XII. He stepped down in 1415. Right. At that time, uh, there was what they called the Great Schism, uh, the Great Western Schism. There were rival popes. The papacy had gone back and forth between Avignon in southern France and Rome, and they had rival camps, and there was a lot of uh, political infighting going on. And basically, to make a very long story uh, much shorter, he resigned to kind of clear the playing field to end this uh, these rival claimants and to let a, a pope be elected who could unify the church. So were there critics of uh, Pope Gregory the Twelfth stepping down, or was it seen as, okay, here is an instance of where a pope leaving their mandate before the end is okay? Well, I wasn't around then, so I'm not okay. sure. But I presume that there were some critics, but I think basically this was a way of restoring unity and unifying the church, and I think it was a good move. He was considered to be a noble person in stepping down. The pope that had stepped down much earlier was cast by Dante into Inferno for stepping down, but Pope Gregory, I think they considered that to be a noble move. Given uh, Pope Benedict's short term, is, is there a clear sense of direction from the Vatican right now, especially in the face of multiple scandals that the church has faced? Well, I, I think the, the clear... Uh... <laughs> sense of direction is that it needs a clearer sense of direction. Uh, The infrastructure management has not been a strong suit of this papacy, somewhat to the surprise since Pope Benedict himself had been in the Curia since 1981. But he clearly has not been, uh, he will not go down in history as being the most effective uh, top-level manager. Father Bresky, just one more question on, on the announcement itself. Uh, the Pope wrote it in Latin. Is that still a qualification to become Pope, that you have to speak Latin fluently? No, no. And uh, and I don't think the next Pope likely will be a fluent Latin speaker. I also don't think the Pope wrote this um, thing in Latin. There's a Latinist in Rome, a, a, a person who is very qualified in that. And it does show that the, the fact that it came in Latin showed that he had been thinking about it and it was prepared. The fact that it was kept secret is more surprising than anything else. Why do you find that surprising? Because in Rome, there's an expression sub segreto, which means under the seal of secrecy, which usually is translated as don't give it away, sell it. Uh, there are very few secrets in Rome. This was one of them. 
Father James Braske, Professor of Moral Theology at Boston College. Thanks for coming in. My pleasure.